pressure, throws it, incomplete, the Buckeyes win. C. Grant was the man who pressured Dorsey, and now the party begins for the Ohio State Buckeyes. They are 14-0. and 4th and 5, the national championship on the line right here. He's going for the corner, he's got it! Vince Young scores! Invincible! Watson, touchdown! Hunter Renfro, little man makes another enormous play! One second remaining! What is up? Here we go. This is Jeff Need Sports. Um, we, we got a great topic tonight. This is this is one of my uh, this kind of like get you pumped up for college football. Think about the past, like j- just get you ready. We're in the middle of summer. It's great. Two days are starting up, and we're gonna have one of the yeah probably the best conversations since I started this podcast. We're doing our lifetime top three college football games, and what I mean by that is this isn't our greatest college football games ever because. You know, we weren't alive in the 50s when they played. We, we didn't see Army, Navy play in the 40s and all that. <laughs> we are here to talk about the best games that us as individuals ever watched. And I've got four really smart, you know, really um, astute guys with me uh, to do this tonight. I've got Justin Payton from the Off the Ball Network. He's our YouTube guru. I've got Jay Stevens from the Jay Stevens podcast. He's uh, also does Locked On Buckeyes podcast. Maybe wants to check that out. I got Mo from Up in Flames, VP of the Off the Ball Network, uh, Dash Radio Sensation. Um, it, it's things are going off, and I got Couch Coach Live. Um, you guys all know his his gorgeous face from several podcasts. He's on, you know, he's on OTBN. He's on, he's on See You Sundays. Everything, man. These these are my counterparts. And tonight we're talking about once again our lifetime top three college football games. You know that we've ever that we've ever seen. Come on, put this up there. There we go. Uh, hold on, let me blow this up, gentlemen. We can't we can't let Vince go like that. <laughs> there we go. There's a start there. So I thought of this subject and I thought, you know, a lot of times, you know, we talk about the all the all time greatest games or whatever. But like I said at the opening, we haven't necessarily watched them. We haven't seen them. We've heard about them. I mean, you know, credit to you guys. You know, some of you guys are way younger than me. Some of you guys are close to my age. But anyway, we haven't watched the same game. So I thought I want to know from, you know, a viewer perspective what was our top three games of all time so what we're going to do here we go around let me get we're going to go around and i'll just ask like what's your number three is we'll start with your 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 three and then you give us like 60 seconds on why and we'll move around and then everybody will just kind of jump in and we'll talk about the games or whatever it's going to be a free-for-all and it's going to be a lot of fun so um who wants to start i'll I'll just ask who wants to go first mo wants to go first so, Are we saying all three or just we're going like three and then all go around and then we'll go two and then go all over? Now you just, give, you, you just give us number three. Let's do it that way. I'm glad you brought okay. that up because I should have clarified that. So, Mo, give us, give us your number three favorite game you ever watched. So this might surprise people. Some people might have forgotten about this. Some people might not even watch this because it is one of the deadest rivalries in rivalry week of all time. But I'm going to go in 2018 when LSU – 
played Texas A&M, 74 to 72, seven overtimes. So that night resonates with me a lot. First off, my one of my best friends is an LSU fan. We watching it at his house. He ends up at the hospital that night. He punches his window, breaks his hand because of the way the LSU lost. So, but that if you really think about it, if I tell you I watched the game that went into seven overtimes, the score was 74 to 72. Yeah. If y'all remember the play uh where Kellen Mond was down, they thought his knee hit the ground and then it didn't. You you would think, man, that's got to be the greatest game you've ever watched. And I know we're going to get into the list of, you know, bringing up. But to me, that's number three on a long list of great games I watched. But that's my number three. Just that was a great seven overtime, 74, 72. That's what you can want in a rivalry that's really not known to be a rivalry. Yo, yo, some of some of those late night, some of those late SEC games can get wild. <laughs> yeah. I I am old enough just like to interject. I I was watching the night. I don't know if you guys have heard about the earthquake game at LSU when it was Auburn LSU. It was mm. probably ninety four, I think it was, or ninety five, and it registered. That the crowd got so crazy that it registered on a Richter scale that there was an earthquake in the area. Like I was watching that game. I've been wanting to get to the Bayou ever since. So, uh, so uh, you know what, Couch Coach, why don't you go now? What's your number three game, Couch? It's the 2017 National Championship, Alabama versus Clemson. Um, okay. This was a matchup where, and Justin knows this, Clemson was going to always be Clemson. Clemson going Clemson. There was a situation yeah. where Clemson used to always – Choke and bad and, and game and game winning situations. This really changed the course of Clemson. Um, we looked at Deshaun Watson last, the, the previous year, where he pretty much almost had opportunity to win that game against Alabama in the previous year, and then once again, um, he proved and you know they had a they were down 10 0, they came back and he threw that pass to your, to your boy Hunter Winthrow. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that the was rough think, play. Yeah, you talking yeah. talk about the rub play. <laughs> yeah, that, that 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 goes into and that that amplified Clemson and ACC. Yeah, yeah, terrific game. Um, actually, it's on my list. Uh, JP, you go next, man. What's your, what's number three on your list? Yeah, I have Clemson versus USC, November 29th of 2014. Deshaun Watson's freshman year played on a partially torn ACL, destroyed oh, USC wow. 35 to 17, 14 out of 19. 269 yards, two touchdowns, 13 yards, and two touchdowns Ooh. running the ball. It was the fifth consecutive game. It's the it was the sixth uh, uh, sixth game, um, but we lost five in a row to USC with Javion Clowney's team and Melvin Ingram and you know all the uh, Connor Shaw and all them. But you know it just felt so good, and I was there in the crowd and just the pain of the USC. Oh, you were there. Yeah, the pain of the USC people, I just loved it, and I just laughed at him. And I knew that when I saw Deshaun Watson play, he was special. Okay, so I, I'm gonna, I got two follows before we get to Jay Stevens. I want everybody to know that's listen, if you're not from the South, when he says USC, he's talking about the University of South Carolina. Um, Big and that's wow. cool. And I, and I mean, a compliment, but I just, I was so confused, that. Jeff. I think it's, I thought you were talking about Southern James California. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, I was lost for a second. Once he said Jadavion, I was like, oh, okay. I was like, wait, the Trojan, but that's cool, though. I have, I have, I have zero problem. 
Yeah, USC themselves. In South Carolina, and they're like, no, we're USC. So I just want to clarify that. That was really – but uh, – but uh, and just just as a side note, man, I, we, I, we kind of have lost track of how good Deshaun Watson mm-hmm. was yeah. and his story and all that in college football. And I know it's weird time right now, but I'm saying from – to that point, like it was amazing, but that's a great choice, man. I like that. Uh, Jay Stevens, I know you got, I know you got one on here. I got to guess at what this one is for Jay. So this is the one that got me into Ohio State. I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change my order on purpose. This is the one that got me into Ohio State. Well, I was already a fan, but the 03 Fiesta Bowl, Miami Hurricanes versus Woo! Ohio State Buckeyes, the national championship game. Larry Coker takes over for Butch Davis, who had a lot of talent, had one of the most talented teams ever assembled. I think it's the most talented team ever assembled in college football. Versus I don't even the, think it's close, Jay. I don't even think it's close. I'm glad you said that because somebody tried to yeah, push me on that one day, and I was like, what are, you, what are you talking about? But Ohio State was huge underdogs. And I'm a youngster. Try, I'm getting into college football, trying to find a team to love, trying to find a team that's hopefully local that I can follow and that I can grow to love. I already love Maurice Claret the entire season. And there was that one play that Sean Taylor picks off Craig Krenzel. Going up the left sideline, has the ball inside the right-hand arm on the inside. I recently, recently watched this play, so I could kind of replay it in my head. And Maurice Claret comes up, strips the ball. He didn't strip the ball. He tackles him and causes a fumble. Before he goes down, he takes the ball out of Sean Taylor's hands, gets up, and has the ball in his hand. And that kind of cemented that love for the Ohio State Buckeyes as a youngster. Yes, I was 12 or 13 at the time, but that right there, that play, and really Ohio State beating the juggernaut that Miami the Miami Hurricanes were. And I had a I was in awe of Ken Dorsey. Wasn't the best quarterback, but I was just in awe that somebody could be in college and win all those games. And Ohio State, the Buckeyes, beat him and the rest of his team. That right there, Jeff, number three on my list, the 03 Fiesta Bowl. I will always remember that game. Man, I can't believe that's number three. So um, that, that's awesome. <laughs> that team uh, so, that team made me love Ohio State. Just real quick, I just want to speak on that. I'm go sorry, ahead, Jeff. man. We can talk I'm going to put my age gotta, in perspective. I just want to tease everybody. We got a show coming up about this game just so everybody Yeah, we knows. do. I just want to teach. So my age, when Jay says he was 12 or 13, so I'm about six, seven years. I was seven years old, about to be eight. I remember that game like it was yesterday. That team is – I was born to be a Buckeye, everybody from Columbus and stuff. But that game, that year, that team, they had two running backs. They had Maurice Claret and they had Maurice Hall. Yes. My yes. name is Maurice. That, yep. that is why Maurice Claret was the greatest thing walking in my eyes in that year is the exact reason why, like, I am so diehard. I mean, I was born to be a Buckeye, but that year – Started becoming old enough, really understand sports. So that game, but it didn't reach my list. But that that is why that game is why I love Ohio State. So me and Jay kind of fell in love with Ohio State at the same time, just different ages. Yeah, that was a good game. And <laughs> you think and, 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 right? And, Wait, and, no, and we no, want to no. date ourselves. Shout out to Morris Claret, class of two thousand and two, a fellow class two thousand and two guy. So we right go. same age. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, like you said, that was a situation where we didn't think Miami had no business even being in that game because we looked at Miami was a situation where it was like a foregone conclusion. Oh, they're gonna go back to back because at that time, this was before social media. We all just had one voice, which was the media. So at that time, everybody, it, it was coked in our brain and said, hey, Ohio State need to have a chance. And, and it was fair. Behold, it was, yeah, yeah. It was fair, though. Like, Ohio State had had some had, – had eked by. That was back when they were – I mean, 
like imagine there was a time they were winning games. You know, I think the Michigan game, I think both teams scored under 20 or right at 20. Like when you yeah. really look back at the, I've got a so I've got a coffee mug that has every <laughs> score from the O2 season on it, and I drink out of it every game day, right? And I look at those scores, <laughs> I, I look at the I look yeah. at the scores and I'm like Oh my God! I was like, I can't believe I didn't have a heart attack. Like the Purdue, <laughs> the Purdue game, Holy and Buckeye, the, and, yeah, and the Holy Buckeye. Like there was a lot of them. Um, you know, sh- shout out to Will Allen too. He had the three game clinching uh, interceptions. You know, in that season. Anyway, so that that's not on my list yet, but uh, it is without a doubt one of the greatest games ever played. Number three on my list, uh, I'm going to piggyback off coach. It was that uh, Clemson versus Bama, that two, 2017 game. And it was just one of those, like, I went back and watched it on YouTube to make sure I remembered it like I did because I was like, man, I think that was a really great game. I looked. That game was within within a touchdown the whole game, which in today's – I know this sounds crazy, today's, four years later or whatever. But in today's, you know, game, you know, if you're within two touchdowns, you're fine. That game was within a touchdown the whole time. Every – like, I think the forgotten thing is that Jalen Hurts had that game won. Jalen yeah. Hurts had the uh, go-ahead touchdown. Yep. It looked like that game was over. Alabama was going to win back-to-back championships. And Deshaun Watson had a – a gutsy, terrific drive. I mean, he got beat up a little bit. Yep. The rub play is what it is. Um, you know, but everybody knew he was going to run it. And you can defend it. It's been broken down over the years. You know, Seattle Seahawks famously tried to run it and failed. Like, there's all these things. But regardless, um, it was a, a fantastic drive by Watson. He closed off a fantastic career. So just as a as a fan of the game. My number three is Clemson versus uh, Alabama, 2017 national champ. So Mo went first last time. Uh, let's go. Let's go with JP. Uh, your number two game on the list, man. That was actually my number two list. Was the okay? Go ahead. Championship, uh, championship game. Just to pick it off what y'all said too as well. I'm gonna go a little bit different. It was a revenge game for us because we lost in uh, 2016. You know, 45 to 40. Um, everybody forgot that was the year with the Deshaun Watson. Lamar Jackson Heisman argument mm-hmm. um, because, yeah, yeah. you know, I was for Lamar Jackson winning the Heisman and stuff, but everybody was like, oh, Deshaun should have won him because he has a better team and everything, you know. Um, but, you know, Deshaun Watson, you know, 420 yards and I think it was like three <laughs> touchdowns. Played unbelievable. And, yeah, like I said. He it was played great the- in the year before, by the way. He did too. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, they just couldn't get over the hump. You know, you had that defensive line with Dexter Lawrence and Christian Wilkins, you know, just they had some monster players. Um, but yeah, Watson was just unbelievable. And, um, you know, it was just like the start of Clemson just, you know, becoming that, uh, recognizable team but we still didn't get our respect though because stupid espn Stephen a smith was like oh alabama is so much better than this yeah <laughs> so <laughs> that was my number two game is the um alabama clemson 2017 and, like i said it was a great game i'm glad i'm glad that you know you're <laughs> on here to talk about it from a fan's perspective because you know, I've got a, uh, I've, I've got a game on here that I'm, i might i might be impartial to so you know let's let's mess it up here uh Mo from Up in Flames, man. What's your number two game? Uh, 2006 Rose Bowl, uh, USC National hey, Championship. Wait, okay. USC. I'm gonna pause. Hey. I'm gonna pause yeah. here. Is this how many times? Who whose list is this game on? Just just Mo. Okay. So okay. Okay. So we'll wait. We'll wait. I will. So 
You forgot about that game. All right, anyways. Anyways, (laughs) USC, Texas, 41-38. We all know. I mean, that was – Man, that was one of the best. We talk. That's one of the best national championship yeah. games to ever be played. And a lot of times, I remember games they resonate with me. So Jeff cracks a joke because of my age. Was I allowed to stay up late that night? <laughs> so let me tell you, I was gonna miss. I was gonna miss that game that night. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Let's not act like a um, full disclosure. Mo's the same age as my son. Like I had a right to ask. And I, I just want to defend myself. I let my son stay up to watch that game. I actually made him stay up to watch that game because I'm like, I, I don't know what's happening here, man. But we got because as an Ohio State fan, we were a part of that season. Vince Young famously said the toughest team he played all year was Ohio State that mm-hmm. year. Um, if if it wasn't for Troy Smith taking like five hundred bucks, we don't know what that season would have been. That's that's a different story. <laughs> yeah. So I look. I remember that night. So I was gonna miss that national championship game, two thousand six. I was ten, about to be eleven. I was gonna miss that game because the Ringling Brothers, the uh, Ringley R- R- Ringling Brothers, the circus, the circus was in town, bro. The circus was in town on Monday night on the national championship game. Well, my uncle didn't want to go. I didn't want to go. And my little cousin didn't want to go. We wanted to watch the game, but our family. So I can't, me and my uncle, family, if y'all listening, I apologize that I'm bringing this to light years later. Me and my uncle concocted a story that I'm terrified of clowns. Well, since then, I was known to be terrified of clowns so we could go back home and watch the national championship game. So from there on out, I had okay. to claim that I was afraid of clowns to not skip out on the, you know, on the Ringling Brothers. Well, really, I never wanted to go anyway because I didn't want to miss that oh game. Oh, my gosh. Vince Young was my favorite player at that time. Like Reggie Bush, Vince Young. Just imagine being a late elementary, about to be in middle school. Yeah. Missing out on Vince Young playing against Reggie Bush. So we concocted oh a story that I was terrified of clowns. So then he ended up taking me home. We drove back across the bridge, made it back in time for the start of the game, and we watched the game. So Mo, And it was I, one of the greatest games I've ever watched on top of that. It was classic. Mo, I don't want to be insensitive. Is, is your uncle still with us? Yes, yes, he okay, is. Okay, shout out to the the, the greatest uncle of all time. Yes, <laughs> he is. You had an uncle Jeff, man. He was there for yeah. you. He, he so was like, he knew we wanted. He knew we both wanted to watch, and he didn't want to miss the game either. And so he was like, he was like, what if you say, what if you tell your mom you're afraid of clowns? You think it'll work? And I was like, I was like, wait a minute, wait. A you could have said, you could have said, like at, at that age, man, you could have said stomach ache. Yeah. You could have said so many things. You're like, wait a minute. I can't. But I was feeling thing. fine all day. So it had to be like, why don't you want to go? Because I really didn't want to go, but I couldn't tell my okay, mom but, I don't want to so, go. So who did you have to convince? Like who did so who who was he? He he came up with the story for a reason. So who did he know? Like, we got to have a good story to get past so and so. Was it your mom's? My mom, his sister. And it's his, his wife, my aunt. So he had to, he knew like neither <laughs> one of them was going to go for that. Cause my aunt, she's like a second mom to me. So like wait, wait, they wait. knew she had the juice to say, no, you're not. You're fine. No, like if I said, I'm sick. Wait, so wait. So did, wait a minute. Now I got it. We, let's continue here for a second. Did, so did you and Unc just like get to hang out at the crib by yourself and like, just it was just me, him football? and his oh. son, my little cousin. It was just us three. Literally oh, just us great. three watching the national championship. That's one of the greatest game. college football stories I've ever told. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm going to go to Jay Stevens next since he doesn't have the same game. And then 
Um, and then we'll, we'll kind of come back around. So, Jay Stevens, what was your number two game, man? So, I want to butcher this really quickly. I gave you the wrong order of mine. So, I'm just going to give no, you, you mine at a, at a random order. The no one cool. I just, the Ultra Fiesta Bowl was not number three. I butchered, I looked at my paper, started talking, and I was like, wait, I messed up. So, I was going to tell you a story. At the end, I'll tell you what the order is. It'll make more sense at the end. So, ahead, the 2014 Big Ten Championship game, the very first <laughs> Ohio State football game I ever attended. Jeff, I know you were there, but we did not know each other at that time. Nope. So I go there with my buddy Mike and his wife, Caitlin. I go to games by myself all the time, and I got my ticket at the last minute. So they're sitting in the end zone. I'm sitting in the 400 section by myself. But Dude, I think that's that, where I was. Jeff, we were I like sit, in the same section. next to each other. Pro- probably. <laughs> I'm sitting right next to Taylor Decker's English teacher from high school. And she's sitting there just telling me all the history. Taylor Decker did this. this is an offensive lineman from Ohio State, who, for those of you that don't know. And she's telling me all the history. Oh, he did this. He did that. He, he called me. Are you coming to the game? Yeah, yeah you'll, I'll be there. And she's like, you better win for me. I'm not driving to Indianapolis if, if you don't win for me. And she's <laughs> all excited about this. Then all of a sudden, Jeff, you're there. It's all the magic. 59 to 0. My was, words are trying to describe what happened that night. You can't really put it into justice. I don't know what happened. What got in a Cardell Jones in his arm, but he threw a couple bomb touchdowns. Ezekiel Elliott went off. And the most amazing thing may not have been the offense, Jeff. The Wisconsin offense did not cross the 50 yard line to the very last play of the game. With the Heisman running back. They did Heisman With the Heisman running back. Melvin Gordon. to zero. Lucas Oil Stadium. My very next game, I can't tell you yet, but there's a story behind that one as well as why that. These are all special to me for different reasons. They're, yeah. They have some type of value. But that one, the very first time I go to an Ohio State Buckeye football game, been a fan for a very long time. All of a sudden, they bring the hammer and a smackdown to the Wisconsin Badgers. And Wisconsin, I mean, they haven't really been the same ever since. I mean, they just had a quarterback leave to go to Notre Dame, and we'll see what Graham Mertz can do. Well, and, and I just want to touch on this because that was such a great game. I was there. This barely missed my list, so I'm glad you brought it up, Jay. Um, you know, just, just to refresh everybody's memory, that was a game we're going into – you know, JT Barrett broke his leg against Michigan. Cardell Jones came in. It was like, what are we going to do now? We, we, um, you know, we were down in the playoff rankings. This is the first year of the playoff rankings. So nobody has any clue how it's going to go. You know, all these things. The only chance Ohio State had was of destroying a good Wisconsin team. And it was absolutely, it's still one of the most, it's probably the most dominant performance I've seen against a good team to this day. And I, if you go back and watch it, you'll see the same thing I did. And that was a cool game. So I bought tickets to that game two weeks ahead of time because we clinched, um, you know, our, I don't even know what it was called back in Jay. It was probably, that was still probably the leaders and legends or whatever, but high state clinched a spot in the game before Michigan. So tickets were pretty cheap. So I already had tickets to the game before the Michigan game, before JT gets hurt, he gets hurt. And I'm like, I mean, people were actually asking me, like, oh, you still going to go, whatever. And I'm like, no, nah, I'll go. We'll see what happens, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's not like Cardell. Cardell Jones wasn't next man up. Like, he wasn't the guy, like, you know, third it's not like it is now. Third string, string quarterback. Yeah. 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 Miller got hurt before yeah. the, before the Virginia Tech game. game. Yes. First yes. game of the season against so, Virginia Tech. And, 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 and we're right Miller before the season because JT Barrett, yep. JT Barrett had to take over and we won that game. And Virginia yep. Tech was really good. They had the uh, – 
the the two brothers at corner. And real Never quick, just on that game, do y'all remember what happened? What was it? Yeah. Three to four days ago, or three to four days before the game? Uh, oh, the, yeah. One of the players was found, you know, deceased, and oh, so that yeah. that played that factor into, yeah. and all the all the too. players yeah. were like, yeah, all the players were like, you know, we know him, da da da. It was, so it was like, how was that gonna affect them? And they kind of were like, oh, we're gonna play. It for was special, him. and it. Yeah, the crowd. The crowd was. I mean, I'm if if it wasn't ninety percent, it might have been ninety five percent Ohio State. Like it's hard to explain to people, you know what what that was like. I talked to the um, you know the uh, sousaphone player before we went in. If anybody knows, that's the guy that dots the eye. Like I met him, like walking in, like everything just kept just kept coming up, just perfect that night. It was the greatest game I ever watched. So I'm glad that Jay brought that up. Um, so now, Couch Coach Live, what was your what's your what's number two on your list? My number two is got actually got a guy in Jackson UNC in, in this uh, in this conversation um, tonight, okay. fellas. Um, November twenty first, two thousand and fifteen, will live a day in infamy. Um, the Carolina Tar Heels coming into Blacksburg nine and one. This was Frank uh, Frank Beamer's last home game. Hmm. We sent him out with a loss. <laughs> yes, um, it was a great game. Went to overtime. Um, you know, Marquise Williams hit Quashad Davis. Um, and all she wrote. What and what was funny about this about this game and this whole circumstance? Now, imagine you, we we played the game early, and then the basketball team loses the University of North of North Iowa, like the afternoon. And everybody's like, "You heard about Carolina losing?" And I'm I'm like, I don't care. Like we just did for Tech Tech with ten and one, and and that in that 2015 was a was a kind of a I think to me was a was a great year. It was a uh, JP. We all know that was that onside kick was some some BS, <laughs> but I digress. But that was a team of destiny that fell a little short on the on the onside kick. But I digress, and that was my number two for the um, of all time great. <laughs> oh, that's not my my number two is Texas USC um, in the 06 uh, Rose Bowl, the BCS national championship game. I think we'll talk about that a little bit more here in a second. And um, it's just a terrific game. But and I want to say about this by North Carolina, they always bring the best unis to the field. Like when I love to watch a North Carolina Virginia Tech game, I, I really like that. What I really think about, I really like ACC football, and I like the matchups, and I just like mm-hmm. the look of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know stuff like that. So that 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 that's a great one. So I'll start off. I'll start off with number one here. Um, I haven't gone first a lot. I know My number one game. Say, that, well, I mean, I can't get no, no. My number one game of all time that I ever that I just watched, and it's one of the greatest football games ever played. It's OSU Miami, the 03 Fiesta Bowl, the national championship game. It is like to watch it because, and and here's why that like it's and especially like my age does factor into this because it is hard to explain to anybody under the age of. I mean, I'll be an honest under the age of like thirty five what Ohio state was like, you know, the eighties and nineties leading up to 2000 and how we could, we would never get over the hump. And I mean, all these things we, we eked by and got this undefeated season in Oh two. And you guys already talked about it went up against an apps. We thought this is one of the games. Like we all gathered around, we made chicken wings, you know, had the chips out, had some drinks and we're like, Man, I can't believe we're here. We're playing the best game ever. Whatever happens, happens. And I'm telling you what, when those teams ran out onto that field and it was the crowd went nuts and it was 75%, you know, Ohio State, that's when everybody's ears perked up and we're like, whoa, wait a minute. 
wait a minute. And like, you could see Miami, like, wait a minute. I didn't like, if you really go back and watch, I'm telling you, this is how it went. And they're like, I didn't know it was going to be this way. And I mean, Craig Krenzel, a, an average, you know, college quarterback is the leading rusher in the game. The Willis McGahee injury, mm. the, the yeah. uh, Maurice Claret, uh, gets the gets the interception back with the strip you know the strip fumble the overtime the call everybody knows about the call um the you know the non-calls the punt return uh you know ken dorsey getting knocked out for a play which was probably the biggest play of the game that nobody remembers that you know he got knocked out walter payton's son was the quarterback or the running back at the end of the game all these things keith jackson you know one of his you know, truly great, great, great games of all time. Just the look of it, the feel of it. Uh, it's still to this day the the greatest well, – what's one of the greatest sporting events I ever watched. I think maybe 2013 Spurs Heat is is up there, you know, but it's in that category of, yeah. of experiences. And I happen to be a fan. So, like, when you combine that in, like, it's, it's no question. My number one is OSU Miami 03 – uh, BCS national championship game. So uh, next we'll go to um, we'll go to Justin. Man, what's what's your number one game you ever watched? Man, you know, shout out to the Furman Paladins. You know, we won the SoCon Conference that year, and um, you know, in the playoffs we beat South Carolina State. But on that day after we beat South Carolina State, I never thought in my wildest dreams it would happen. But Alabama versus Auburn, the Iron Bow, November okay. 30th, 2013. Yes. I thought she was going to Furman. And I'm like, no, no, I was no. on board. Let's let's ready. hear this. I thought it was going to be a special story, but I thought like, you know, I don't know. We were, yes. we were watching the game on the bus Furman, we beat uh, SC State. Um, but Chris Harris, you know, returning back after Alabama, like, 57-yard field goal came short, and Chris Ellis returning it back for a game-winning yes. touchdown, and that everybody was, was jumping on top of him and everything. Like, it was just unbelievable. Alabama undefeated, 10-point favorite, and they just crumble, just crumble. Um, but that was my number one favorite just because that play by Chris Ellis is probably the greatest college football play I ever seen. Or ever it watched. might be. It might be the greatest college was, football play in history. And the yeah. crowd was just hype. They were yeah. just hype. Yeah. Was, it was crazy. It I was remember crazy. that game. That game was crazy. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah I, re- mm-hmm. yeah, I remember. It was one of those plays to where, like, I I can we were like we were out eating, getting some drinks, and, you know, watching the game. Like, oh, it's a good game, you know. And I'm like, well, yeah, you know, it's the Iron Bowl, you know, whatever. Then we get back to we get back to my buddy's house, and we turn it on, and we're sitting there, and we're just kind of look looking over. Then you look back over, and we're like, oh, you know, they're gonna do this, and all of a sudden we're like, we're like looking at each other, like, what what did we just see? <laughs> yeah, did we just see the greatest play in college football history. <laughs> yeah. like, you don't know when it's gonna happen, but that's, yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. So. Uh, all right, let's go to who wants to go next? I'll go because right, let's go. Mo, right he's, he's I'm like, upset right now because I'm upset right now. I'm really surprised this game hasn't hit anybody's list, especially Jeff and Jay. I know we have our special stories, but 2006, something else great happened that year. Oh, yeah. It was like the national championship before the national championship. It was the game that got contemplated whether we were going to see a replay of this matchup in the BCS era. 
Mo, I'm gonna Ohio stop State Mo, you versus said Michigan. National Championship game. I thought if you're going to talk about the Ohio State Florida National Championship, no, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna no, 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 that broke my heart. That <laughs> broke my heart. Yeah, Jay was about to kill me. <laughs> no, I'm saying that was the National Championship yes, game yes, before yes. Ohio State versus Michigan, forty-two yeah. to thirty-nine. Number one versus number two. Yeah. Both teams undefeated. Essentially, they were playing for a national championship berth. And also, everybody was looking and was like, if it's a close game the way it was, 42-39, yep. could we see the rematch Very true. for the national championship with an Ohio State versus Michigan? I don't know if the rest of the world would have wanted to see it. I wish. I would have loved to that. seen that team run it back. Now, I know Ted Ginn broke his leg and, you know, uh, or broke his ankle against yeah. Florida, I understand that, but that wouldn't happen because maybe he doesn't return the kick and everybody jump on him. But that game, I think Ohio State and Michigan fans, especially Michigan fans, I think nobody. I wanted to run it back with Michigan because that was such a toss-up game to actually just see, what, the greatest rivalry in college football link up and play against each other in the national championship. Bro, the ratings would have probably been – that probably would have been the highest-rated game. They actually moved that yeah. game. So that, that game – Tonight game. It's usually at 12 o'clock. Yeah, they moved it to a night game. They moved it like 5 o'clock. 3.30 kick, because I, I listened to Bobby Carpenter talk about that recently. It was a 3.30 kick because the yeah. Big Ten's idiot selves, they will not allow night games in November. Yep. So 3.30 was the latest time they could get the kickoff. It yep. ends at night, starts with a little yeah. That's what it was. Um, but yeah, that was it. That was, that was I literally, like, just Bo everything. Bo died. Bo Schembechler yeah, died the, before. the night before. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. I remember, yeah. I just remember everything, like, First off, to to see Ohio State and Michigan be able to, in the greatest rivalry of all time, we always look forward to that matchup. But to actually play, and it's more than for Big Ten rights, for bragging rights of the game, but we're playing to compete for a national championship. And if it was a close game, we could see this team again. Like, I think they robbed the rest of the country of seeing the greatest rivalry ever, being able to link back up in the national championship for what was considered. It was literally considered this happened in November after the national championship that we watched with USC and Texas. And it was considered game of the century after probably one of the games that gets an argument for greatest game of all time in Texas and USC that happened in the following later in that year in November. So that, that game to me, that's number one. When I talk about that's the best Ohio state game I've ever watched along with the other great ones. But that game was just for everything that it means on a yearly basis. Beanie Wells, Anthony Gonzalez. I can, I can, I can literally replay that game in my head. I, I love that game. I watch it. If if Ohio State, if Ohio State finishes the season off, that's probably one of the greatest games ever. But I think the the beat down to Florida took away from that game. Let's just be honest. Like when it was all said and done, but it was still fantastic. I loved it. It was, you know. It diminished it the importance wonderful. of that game. It did. It really did. Like, it, it did. Because but the game so, itself was really good, but I just, yeah. That was, was considered game of the century after watching what we thought might have been the greatest made. game we've ever seen. Like That's a good point. It was. The USC and Texas game was what argued up until that Ohio State-Michigan game was played. USC versus yeah. Texas was considered, is this the greatest game of all time that we've ever seen in college football? And then, boom, they label this game game of the century. So yeah. Yeah. that goes to show you how great of a game it was coming off the high of seeing Vince Young and Reggie Bush. And I think, and like, as much as much as I love the game, I think we can look now, and there's been, there's been several – you know, whether it's Alabama, LSU, a couple of Alabama, Florida games. Like, I think other games have got close to matching that. Maybe not as a fan, like we are, Mo. 
But yeah. I think that other I think other games have approached that only because Michigan and Ohio State didn't finish that season off. They both lost their bowl games. I think that really took away from that game. As and much was, fun as it was to watch, it doesn't take away from the moment. 42-39 in a in an era that wasn't 42 points in a game. Like if you score yeah. 42 Troy as Smith a team, was it was a it was a blowout in a oh, sense. Man. Like yeah. t- now that's a normal score for uh, for that's, two now really that, good as, teams. as a season, that's the greatest football season I ever watched. Like top to bottom, that was the funnest football season I ever watched. So uh Couch Coach Live, your number one game. Texas versus USC 2006. Um, that was just a classic game. Classic. Uh, USC coming in with a 34-game winning streak. Um, this Ooh. is actually the first game that had two Heisman Trophy winners playing on the same team, Ooh. and Matt Liner and Reggie Bush, which I don't know if we still count that 2005. That, that's it. I do. I do. But, um, yeah, this was another one. It wasn't necessarily like Miami and Ohio State 2002 as far as Ohio State being like the, the underdog. Texas had a, had a puncher's chance. But oh, this yeah. is another one where we looked at – this was like we looked at um, USC as this dynastic type of team at that particular time. And um, and just like, you know, what Vince Young did, he just put put those guys over his shoulder. And, um, and yeah, I, that goes down. That, that was one of those games where it just went – it was back and forth, back and yeah. forth. And just and this it is and then this the whole pastry of the Rose Bowl itself. I'm all I'm a big fan about I'm oh I love the Rose Bowl. I just love just the fact when you first get in the the, the scenic background and the mountains oh. and then when the sun sets, I'm Ooh. like, oh, 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 yes. oh Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's before we get to Jay, because I, this is I don't this isn't Jay's number one. So before we get to that, let's just once again just just take a second on this game. Um, this is this is one of those unargued greatest games in the history of sports. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, you had Vince Young that he, he had just a dynamic year. He had a dynamic personality. The the look at then you you know Coach already talked about it. You had this uh, USC juggernaut rolling into it. They had just destroyed Oklahoma the year before. Uh, you know, for the national championship, they were unstoppable. But it was one of those, like, even the look of it, it, it just the 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 way the lights and the cameras look at at the Rose Bowl. This text, it just looked great. The uniforms were so opposite, but yet they were awesome. I remember Vince had, if you guys remember, one of the the horns on the uh, the emblem was turned up. Just one of those weird little notes about it. Just all these things. He made every play. You know, it came down to that fourth and one. So, and, and I mean, Reggie Bush, if you guys remember, like he really couldn't get off that game. Like they bottled yeah. him up. He had the one huge touchdown, but he couldn't get off. Then it comes down to the fourth and one. They give it to Lindell White instead of Reggie. Mm-hmm. Yep. They, they yeah. stop him. I mean, the game is over. Yeah. They give the ball to Vince. He does what he does. Keith Jackson was at, it's his last game. I believe that's the last game he yep, called. It yep, it yep. Yeah. Cool. It's still one of the greatest game he called him and Dan Fouts together. It was just this. I, I just remember sitting there on the couch. And, you know, as mad as I was that Ohio State wasn't in it that year, because they were really good that year. That's the year they beat Notre Dame in the Fiesta Bowl and Brady Quinn. And it was just one of those. But then once you – it was one of those games, like, once you let yourself get wrapped up in it, yeah. you didn't even have to care. You didn't have to care about who was playing. You just were just, like, wrapped up in the game. Like, I don't even care what happened. Like, I, I hope it goes on forever kind of yeah. games. Um, it's just one of the – just best looking, most historic games ever played, um, with without a doubt. So, all right, Jay Stevens, what was your number one game you've ever seen? 
Remember, I butchered my order, so it's just a random game. No, I'll go ahead, my, man. I'll tell you my order here in a second. So you and I already have heard about part of this story. I didn't tell the entire story about why this game means so much to me. It was Alabama, Ole Miss, 2014, Katy Perry there at game day. Mm-hmm. And this was not the game I talked to you guys last time. This was not the game when La- La- Laquan Treadwell broke his leg. That happened no, that maybe wasn't a month. It. That happened maybe a month after that. I actually had to go look that up. So there was a portion of my life that I could not enjoy college football for as much as I wanted to. I didn't get to watch it every single week. And so for that reason, this season meant so much because I was able to watch all day, every day. I, had, I moved back home with my parents for some specific reasons. And I'm sitting there watching that game. And all my life, I couldn't stand Alabama, even during like their bad period. I just couldn't stand the Alabama Crimson Tide. So all of a sudden, this game comes on. I'm yelling, go, Bo, go, Bo. Bo Wallace is doing his thing. And then he throws us a touchdown late with five and a half minutes left. A go-ahead touchdown, tied at 17-17. Ties up, throws another touchdown at the end of the game, 23-17 to the right side of the end zone. And then all of a sudden, little 5'9", Sinquez Golson, Catches an interception over O.J. Howard. Blake Sims drives all the way very quickly. Catches the interception with like like 40 seconds left in the game. And for some reason, I told Mo, Mo's like, why do you love Ole Miss so much? It's partly because of this game. Katy Perry's (laughs) part of the reason. Start the day with Katy Perry on game day. End the day. We'll start going to the evening with Ole Miss beating Alabama. After the game, all the fans rushed the field. They broke down the goalposts. They have part of the goalpost in the street. I mean, they were going crazy. And that's the reason Jake's love for Ole Miss is there. If there's, if there's an SEC game Jake can go to, it's Ole Miss. Get me to the Grove, and your boy will be happy. <laughs> so so what was your rankings, Jay? What was your rankings? So the ranking is, is going to make a whole lot more sense now. Number one is going to be Fiesta Bowl, 03 Fiesta Bowl. Number two will be the Ole Miss game just for the sentimental value. 03 will be the Big Ten Championship game. First game, you would think, Jay, first game you went to Ohio State, that should be number one. Mm. No, that goes number three. It's an amazing game. The sentimental value for the Ole Miss win, that's number two. And you, I mean, Maurice Claret, man. You can't forget Mike yeah. Doss. You can't forget that Ohio State yeah. had a had a, Ohio State had a white corner out there as well. Can't forget that with Dustin Fox. I mean that that team was just so many. Pro, I think one thing I forgot about that game, Jeff. So many pros on both sides of the ball. You think oh, about the you think about the 06 Rose Bowl with USC Texas. There's pros on both sides of the ball there, but that Miami versus Ohio State game, pros on both sides. Oh, yeah. Pros that yeah. had good had good oh, careers. Man. If Mike Doss doesn't get hurt in Indianapolis, he goes on and has a 10-plus-year career, a couple Pro Bowls, I mean, get some postseason honors. I mean, there's so many things about that game right there, that Fiesta Bowl, BCS National Championship game, which I prefer, got to say this, I prefer that over the committee because I know what's coming, not the (laughs) unexpected. So that's part of the reason as well. I do miss the BCS era. I I know a lot of people weren't big fans of it, but I miss it. Because I felt like all the other bowl games meant something. Yeah. Where well, now, like, they outside of the playoffs, these players sit. You didn't see from my, that I could recall. I know Jeff would probably, and Jay, y'all would probably, and Couch Coach, y'all be able to recall a little bit better. But, like, like the Rose Bowl, ultimately playing in the Rose Bowl, Ohio State winning the Big Ten, playing against USC or Oregon or whoever won, you know, the Pac-12, you played for that in that season, like winning the Rose bowl was your national championship. If you weren't number one or number two, winning the sugar bowl from being a a big 12 team was your national championship. Unless 
you were number one or number two, but those other games, those were those conferences, national championship. So yep. I missed that all those games really meant somewhere like now, if it's not the playoff game, the orange bowl may not mean that much because it's not a playoff game. So yep. now players yep. sit, we see UCF could come in and backdoor and claim they're the national champions because they could play a team with 10 starters that decided not to play. So that's why I missed the BCS as flawed as a lot of people did think it was. It did have its flaws. It, it definitely did, did because you were only determining two guys to compete for a national championship. We've seen a, who was it that tied for a national championship? USC One year, like Oklahoma, or Oklahoma, yeah, USC, USC, Oklahoma, Texas, something like that. Yeah, or LSU, about, did LSU uh, tie? It might have been LSU. Was, LSU. was it LSU with Nick Saban? Didn't he tie with Oklahoma for his national no. championship? No, he no, did. They, no, it was like 03 or 04. There was somebody Oklahoma tied. tied with somebody. It was, it was Oklahoma, considered Oklahoma, a tie. LSU, I think it was Oklahoma, LSU. I, think, I, feel like, I feel like it was Saban. It was Saban. It was Saban. The AP voted for um, not the AP. The coaches poll voted for USC that year. So USC claims that national championship, but LSU beat Oklahoma in the BCS championship. Yeah, that's what it was. I do there not acknowledge that USC year because they just wind their way into it because the coaches were upset about the BCS. That was a protest is what the coaches did. And USC claims that as a championship. But that's a whole other story. Yeah, that's a whole other that's a whole nother show. Cause yeah. I, yeah, I remember yeah, that. There was the Auburn year, like there's there's all these things, but there's flaws within every system. Mm-hmm. Yes. No matter what, I think yeah. we're going to see flaws within it's every pretty system. Pretty soon, with in 20 years, we're going to see a an eight and four Georgia Tech team, you know, win the national championship, and everybody's going to go the playoffs. Are, like it's never going to be right. It shouldn't uh, be 16 teams. Like we're going to go from like eight that, to, to 16. Yeah. Yeah. I think that UConn team from 2011 or yep. whatever in college basketball that was not that good most of the season got hot at the end and won the. National championship, and you oh, yeah, record, like yeah. their record doesn't say they're the best team in college basketball. Yeah, well, the system says they could get in, and right. it right. but they yeah. ran. That was the year Kimba had that miraculous had run and ran through the Big East, yep. and they yeah. ran through the tournament. Mm-hmm. And then didn't yep. they follow it up? What was it was it two years later, or was it when Shabazz Napier did the same thing? It was Shabazz Napier's year when they were bad? Not not the twenty eleven year. Shabazz Napier's year, they weren't the best. Yeah, they were the bad, and he ran through the Big East and yeah. ran through the tournament. And UConn, yep. he had a Kimba like run in the Big East mm-hmm. tournament and in the uh, you know in the NCAA tournament and ended up winning. So it was yep. just like it was a one man show. But that's what I used to love about the NCAA tournament. You seen guys like I don't know if anybody will remember this. I don't know how I'm bested. Everybody, I know Couch Coach. Do y'all remember Northern Iowa Al Farouk Amanesh? Yeah. Do y'all remember that run he yep. went on? What they go mm-hmm. to the 316 that year? And he yep. was like Jimmer for that before Jimmer for that yeah, ever right. hit the court. People don't right. you really gotta right. know like Al yes. Farouk Amanesh. I thought he was amazing. He was Jimmer before we actually saw Jimmer for that. Hey. Northern no, Iowa was on the map that year. I remember. And it's a thing that you never know, though, because I remember Steph Curry doing it. Yes. I, I, I can remember the yep, Steph Davidson. Curry run yep. at Davidson yeah. and being yeah. like, oh, that's cute. Not knowing, <laughs> right. he was gonna, not knowing he was going to change basketball forever. Yeah, so, yeah not knowing that's an argument. Maybe that's an argument. Yeah, maybe that's an argument for playoffs. Like, I don't know. So, anyway, gentlemen, um, this has been a blast. I know this was a hard list to come up with, but um, I, th- I think it was a lot of fun. It was just fun to sit here and talk ball, you know, for uh, for a while. Talk about these great games. I'm ready for the season. Um, 
you know, I hope everybody out there like this, this kind of gets you pumped up, you know, feel free to let us know what your, what your favorite games are and why, you know, we're here for it. So uh, I'm Jeff from Jeff Neese sports podcast. Uh, this has been Justin Payton from the off the ball network, been Jay Stevens from the Jay Stevens podcast and uh, locked on Buckeyes. Ben Mo from up in flames uh, dash radio, part of the off the ball network. It's been couch coach live from the couch coach live podcast. We all thank you for listening. We all thank everybody who watched and um, enjoy the football season and be kind to each other. And we'll be back with plenty more content, everyone. Thanks gentlemen. Peace. All right. Thank you.